to a place where the lost are found. This is the unfair advantage. Welcome to the unfair advantage experience with your host, Robbie Eddy. Join us as we share and discuss real life stories with individuals who have experienced the unfair advantage. Guys, welcome back to the unfair advantage experience. I want to thank you guys for being here with us and being part of the show. My special guest again, Warren Marcus, executive producer of the Sid Roth It's Supernatural. He's a mentor, he's a teacher, he's a movie producer, and he's an amazing man of God. Now let me tell you how I met this man. This is how powerful God is. Whenever I wrote the book, The Unfair Advantage, I'm not an author. You know, I'm just, I'm just a guy who, who loves the Lord. I asked God, I'm like, if you want me to write a book, then you help me. Three days later, I, get, I met a ghostwriter, and he helped me write that book, and it was powerful. I told my whole entire story. It took me about a year to do it. When that was over, the guy was so amazing. We ended up, the book ended up almost becoming a movie. People were like, it, got, it won awards. People were like, man, this thing needs to be a movie. You got to make this thing a movie. So here's what happened next. Just like I did for the book, I said, God, if you want this thing to be a movie, then make it happen. And about three days after that, I get a phone call, and it was Warren Marcus's daughter. She had read my book and she was moved by it. Her, 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 her baby's dad and, 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 and late husband had died. He was like a guy just like me. She read my book and she was blown away. She literally read it in like, like eight hours or something, she told me. And after she read the book, she was just blown away. She goes, man, you're like the, you're like the real deal. Well, long story short, she ended up writing, writing the book and making a screenwriting out of it. Now, you would think at this time it was going to be a movie, but it wasn't even really about a movie. It was something more powerful than that. It was going to be about a healing. Her, later on, she said, hey, my dad, about a year later after she had wrote my book and did all these things, she got to know me and saw that, we were, that I was the real deal. And, and um, the past December, she'd asked me, she called me up and she goes, she goes, listen, Robbie, I need you to come up and I need you to lay hands and, and heal my dad. And I said, right on the phone, let me tell you something. I don't heal anybody. Jesus does. And she goes, can you pray? So literally, the next day when I was in my prayer room, I tell you guys about that, in my war room, I prayed. I asked Yeshua, I asked Yahweh, I asked God, I asked the Holy Spirit, please, if you want me to go up there and lay hands on this man and you want to heal him, let me know. Nothing took place. About a month went away and I was in my prayer room one morning and as I was reading the Bible, I felt this presence of God come upon me and he said, listen, fly up there, I want you to take your wife, I want you to take Bishop, I'm going to heal the man, don't worry about it. And I was, I was extremely, you know, freaked out and I was scared. But you know what? I felt God telling me that. And I knew that if he was telling me he was going to do it, he was going to do it. Because what I always tell you guys, his word does not come back void. So that's exactly why I hit Matt Warren. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you. Uh, so Tara said, you're coming up. And, and I had a shoot day that day because that with It's Supernatural. We were shooting all these <laughs> different guests and all, right? And... So you come up and you tell me, I have not even watched the Supernatural <laughs> show. I don't know what it's about, yeah. you know. And so we went into my office. It was in the morning. Went into my office, you, your wife, Bishop, and you put on some music. Yeah, I and remember. And then I remember you getting on your knees. Mm. And you just started weeping. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't just a prayer. It was like you were, you were sensing my infirmity. You were sensing. So I had this pancreatic tumor yeah. that was pressing into my vessel. And I was ready to go into chemo the next week. And they said they have to shrink the vest, the, the, the kill and shrink that tumor 
in order to be able to get it away from that vessel because it was blocking my bile. So I was turning yellow. I was like looking like that so mellow yellow, you know. <laughs> and, and I told people I was getting around about it. So notice this serious stuff. You got to take care of it. Anyway, you were praying for me, and the glory, the atmosphere of God just came into that office. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it was so powerful. Yeah. And I felt this impartation of the unfair anointing, the unfair advantage anointing, Amen. come up upon me. Well, the guy next door to my room goes, what's going on over there? I'm sensing something in my room. So he came in the room, and you prophesied over him. He started weeping. Yeah. And then I said, you need to pray over Miriam because she has also been diagnosed with cancer. So Miriam came in, and you prayed for her, and she was weeping in my office, you know. And, and it was powerful. Amen. So I went back to the doctor, and they took the scan, and they went, they had seen a scan prior, and they went, this thing's already shrinking. It already was yeah. shrinking without the chemo. So they were calling me Miracle Warren. That's a, that's a, and it was it was a Muslim doctor. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And so he and so he, that's what happened. So I went through this chemo and all, but it, it they so they operate, but they surprised me because I'm just going, I'm healed, man. I'm just you know I'm Amen. just taking God at His word. And then all of a sudden she opened me up and she wound up taking out three of my organs. Yeah. My pancreas, my gallbladder, and my spleen. And I'm going, oh my gosh, you know, I woke up without those things. But here's the deal. So she said, you're cancer free. But the key is, is I immediately, after an operation like that, I started working and stuff. The day after, yeah. I'm writing things for Sid, I'm doing things. They didn't want to let me in the office until I got a doctor's, you know, thing. But I said, look, I'm fine. I'm telling you, I'm walking all around. How about if I take you for lunch? So I took the human resource lady and I took the chief operating officer, took them to lunch for sushi. And they see me eating these sushi and stuff like that. I mean, I just, <laughs> it's like the unfair advantage, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like when you have that, it's like three organs are gone and I'm still operating full. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll tell you the truth. I am more, That's on right. God now, I am more... Like up, you see me right now, man. It's like I'm not, I'm not suffering yeah. at it. Totally cancer free. Everything was healed, Amen. and so the key is, but you have to contend because the enemy will try to come against the word that's given to you and the yeah. prayer that's given to you. So you got to keep confessing what the word says. You need to say, I believe this. You have healed me, Lord, and you have to keep seeing yourself as being healed. Amen. Because the enemy is going to try to convince you of the other. But I'm telling you, man, that changed my life forever. And then we wound up because of that. I introduced you to Sid. You're sitting in Sid's office, and he starts interviewing you. And he yeah. said, you know, I never really watched your program. And yeah. you told me, I said, I didn't feel the Holy Spirit or anything in that place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. And you told Sid that. I too. remember that, yeah. And so Sid wound up having you on his show. Yeah. We did the dramatic reenactments and everything. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this is what um, this is what people are really wanting. They want to have this encounter with God that changes their lives, that they can begin to walking in the way that God has set for us to walk in. He wants us to fulfill right. our destiny and purpose that He had planned for us before the foundation of the world. And so I'm walking in that now, and you're Amen. a key part of that because Amen. what you introduced me to is that whole thing. See, I had that unfair advantage before as a Jew, but I didn't know Jesus. But then Ooh. even knowing Jesus, I, I, I turned 72 and never had any health problems. And all of a sudden, boom, this thing hits me, yeah. right? The enemy wanted to take me out. And now he has me doing things like uh, I just produced 
finish producing this cartoon series like Superbook. I produced Superbook for CBN. It's called Supernatural Sid. And it's all about teaching kids how to walk in the supernatural. See, the enemy did not want me to do that. That's going to reach millions of young people and mm -hmm. adults even. So this is what I'm saying to you, Robbie, is God has a purpose for you. You know, I'm speaking this to you, that this is, this is the time God wants you to be moving in this thing like never before. Other people need to hear this message. You're yes. starting to move in that thing. And I can be, attest to the fact that you're the real deal. Amen. What thank my you. daughter told me yeah. is all true. Yeah, thank and you. what you have in your book is all true. So the key is people need to tap into that. They need to get and understand so you could share with them how they could walk in this same thing. Miracles are still for today. God is doing these miracles. God could heal people. I don't know if people are going through things at yes. home. But this is the time that God wants to use you to be able to speak into people there's salvation there's deliverance there's healing and those things are real amen man i appreciate every everything you're saying and it makes me think back where they said what the bible says i knew you before i formed you in the womb i appointed you a prophet of the nations god knew exactly and other people that are watching right now he knows you he knew amen. you before he formed you in the womb he appointed you a prophet of the nations that means before you even came out he knew exactly what he was going to do in your life. So you need to tap into that, guys. Right now, we're going to have to take a break, but we'll see you when we come back. We'll get more Warren Marcus. Okay, guys, hear me out. I want to tell you what God's unfair advantage anointing truly is. I received the unfair advantage anointing on the cold floor of my jail cell. I was immediately delivered from drug addiction. I immediately experienced God's divine favor. God reduced my federal prison sentence from 25 years to two years. I had four DUIs, which meant in the natural, I would never have a driver's license again. It was taken for the rest of my life. God supernaturally provided a driver's license. I started an air conditioning company. Today, God has provided me with over 23 trucks. Last year, my, my company did over $5 million. Through God's unfair advantage anointing, I can pray for the sick, and cast out devils, just like Jesus said we could. Anxiety, depression, anything goes. God gave me the resources to help you guys get this thing. You can have divine health, supernatural provision, boldness like Apostle Paul. You can face others, pray for the sick, cast out devils, and raise the dead. What if I were to tell you that in just 52 days, you could experience the unfair advantage anointing? in all areas of your life. It's real, it works, it happens for everybody else. Why not you? Addictions have been broken, healings have occurred, emotional pain lifted, financial turnarounds have begun, issues that stem from abuse, abandonment, divorce and other tragedies have been healed and removed forever. There is not a single person that this 52-day experience doesn't work for them. Turnarounds have begun for people even before completing the 52 days. Why 52 days? Robbie will answer that question on day one. The answer is amazing. It's worth it because you're worth it. The first step towards change is always the most difficult one. Take that step today. Start now. In less than 60 seconds,
you'll be on your way to experiencing the unfair advantage. Guys, welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Experience. We're back here with Warren Marcus. You know, earlier you were talking about um, after I prayed for you and, and Jesus healed you, um, that the, you brought in Lady Miriam. I remember that perfectly, man. I just remember feeling the presence of God in that place big time. And that's why I started weeping. I wasn't weeping. I was weeping in the fact that it was like, it was like your dad coming to the football game with a big sign and your name on it. It's like, dude, daddy's here. Like, he's going to heal this dude. And I knew he was going to heal you. So I was humbled that God showed up and that all I wanted was you to be healed. And I knew that he was going to do it. And that's what was so powerful. And then when you called the other uh, lady in Miriam, well, there's something even more powerful about that that is really blowing you away. The day before I came flying up to see you, I was nervous. I was like all this because, you know, we can't help as, you know, when we get in our flesh to feel like, I've got to perform, even though I ain't doing nothing. The healing is the children's bread. Yes. That means that it's the faith. It's the faith that I got. I don't got to do nothing but obey. It's better to obey than sacrifice. Oh, yeah. All I got to do is lay my hands on you and believe that Jesus Christ will heal you. Yes. His word does not come back void, Isaiah said, and he's going to heal you. Yes. So I was still under pressure to the fact of like, man, I got to go here tomorrow. I'm gonna, what if he doesn't get healed? I remember really being, I was sitting outside this check cashing store. I was nervous. I was stressed out. And I, and all of a sudden my phone rings and my nanny's son, who is super prophetic. Now he doesn't go to church anymore. And I believe that that's happened because of church hurt. That's what the Holy Spirit told yeah. me. But that happens to a lot of people. And it's unfortunate. Any of you guys that have had church hurt, I'm telling you right now, don't stop. Don't forsake the gathering over other people. Remember something. 10% of the church is doing 90% of the work. Yes. So make sure you get yourself in there and be that 10%. Don't give up. Amen. So back to Miriam real quick, man. Literally, as I'm sitting there, he calls me up. Now, this guy used to call me a pastor and an evangelist before I even believed in Jesus. <laughs> they, they would clean our house. My wife's known them since we were kids. And he would be like, he would say, Hey, pastor. And I, I mean, I would get angry inside. I would almost start to manifest because I still had those attached to me. I didn't have Jesus yet. And now I know that it was, it was, it was yeah. the devil trying to stop the calling on my life because yeah. he knew me before he formed me in the womb. He appointed me a prophet of the nations. Amen. So sure enough, as I'm sitting outside there, he calls me and says, Robbie, I don't know where you're going tomorrow. This is exactly, he knew nothing about this. I don't know where you're going tomorrow. But all I need to let you know is God told me that it's in the books. It's done. There's nothing you need to worry about. Wow. And you're gonna, whoever you're going to help is going to get help. And there's going to be a lady that you lay hands on. And she's going to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And she's going to begin to cry and laugh in, 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 in tongues. Exactly what he said. And I got off the phone. And, you know, I, and I, I obviously felt relieved. But then you remember what happens next with her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, that prophecy was fulfilled. And what I want you to know is she is also cancer-free because of the unfair advantage. Hallelujah, man. Praise so God. So she's Praise walking Jesus. around. She's working. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like amazing what God is doing. Yeah. And this is not just something for just individuals. That's I mean, right. This is for everybody. This is even for people that don't even know Jesus yet. They need to speak into that. They go, I want that unfair advantage in my life. God, I need your covering. I need your protection. I need your healing. And when they start crying out to God, the Holy Spirit comes and he will show them Amen. who Jesus is. Amen. Because that's the bottom line. Once we get in touch with Jesus, man, we're not just, we're not just the children of Israel. They weren't the children of God. They were the children of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Oof. 
We're the children of God when we become born again. We become spiritual sons and daughter, and the God of Israel, who the yeah. Muslims fear, who my people, the Jewish people fear, yeah. you know, they fear him. He has said, I want to be your father. I want to be your dad. I want to be that. So what's happened is we enter with the new, through the new covenant, a new relationship with God where he becomes our father. Yeah. And there's so many people, young people out there who, whose fathers left the home and, you know, they're fatherless. And God the Father wants to show up big time through this unfair advantage anointing. You know, Psalm 91 mm. talks about how when you come in the secret place of the Most High, it talks about the covering of God from protection and all these things. Amen. But the other thing that it reminded me of when, when the unfair advantage is about Moses. So Moses was, you know, confronted by God at the burning bush. He was, he left Egypt. He's 40 years in the, you know, serving his father-in-law. And what happened is he gets, to, he, God, God, you know, he said, I can't do this, God. I can't even speak well, whatever. God yeah. says, that shepherd's staff that's in your hand, throw it down. <laughs> became a snake. He yeah, said, yeah. pick it up again, right? Yeah. Well, that was the unfair advantage. So when he went in to see Pharaoh, Pharaoh looked at Moses and he used to wear the, the prince of Egypt's clothing he was there as a shepherd thing with the staff and so pharaoh he says let my people go what what is what is what happened is he's holding the staff he's probably looking at look at this idiot man moses looks like an idiot man he's, <laughs> he's who is he he didn't know he had the unfair advantage but here's the thing the unfair advantage isn't just for you it could be passed on to others that's right he didn't throw the stick down when the when the when the magicians you know were there from from Egypt, he right yeah they they threw they had snakes that came out of their of their wooden stuff. Right. He gave it to his brother yes Aaron, <laughs> yeah. and Aaron was the uh, one yeah, that yeah. threw it down. Yeah, but that's the key. And who is the unfair advantage? Is Jesus himself? That's right. He's the one that's our unfair advantage. Yes, and he's waiting to contact and become part of us so that we can walk in that in the power of yes. what God has for you yes. to fulfill your earthly um, destiny and purpose that God has for you before the foundations of the world. That's right, Jehovah Nisi. He's our banner. Amen. Hey guys, we, we got to take a break, break right now, but when we come back, I got a very important question to ask Warren. This is an exclusive offer for our Unfair Advantage Experience audience. Don't miss out on getting Robbie Eddy's award-winning, powerful, must-read book the Unfair Advantage, the key to supernatural power and freedom. And his anointed 40-day devotional, Your Journey to Supernatural Power and Freedom. You'll also get his audio CD teaching, Receiving the Unfair Advantage Anointing. Plus, you'll receive the Unfair Advantage wristband. Don't miss out on these powerful resources. Get yours today. Order your copies online today at www.unfairadvantageministry.com or call us to order 1-877-786-3247. Guys, welcome back to the Unfair Advantage Experience. I told you I was going to ask Warren a question. Warren, here's my question. I already know that you believe 100% that Jesus can heal because you've been healed and a lot of other people have been healed. But my question is, do you believe some of the people that are watching right now that I know need healing can be healed? Oh, definitely. I mean, I produce Sid Ross' show, It's Supernatural. We have guests on there 
that have cancer that Amen. were healed. We have people that um, even certain ligaments grew out yes. that they didn't have before. New organs came into their bodies that they didn't have. I'm praying for the three that they re- that, that that the enemy removed. They're going to grow back. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also people who died went to heaven. Uh, some went to hell and they came back to life. So there's <laughs> resurrection of the dead. I mean, God God is doing these That's things. Right. There's, That's right. there's testimony after testimony after testimony yes. that I've heard and seen footage of. Um, all kinds of stuff that God's doing, Amen. miracles, signs, and wonders for in this day. Yes. And the key is all you need to do is want it. That's and right. say, God, I believe, and I want my healing. I want my deliverance. Yes. I want to get out of this situation, this yes. financial predicament. Amen. Children who have wandered off prodigals, God could bring those prodigals home and have them serving God like you've never seen before. Amen. So I believe if you pray Amen. for those people at home, they're going to get healed. Praise God. There's somebody watching right now as both of us are coming in agreement. God's word says that when two or more in agreement, there I am in the midst. So we know right now that he is in this room. Hallelujah. Father, your word says that we could do greater things than you. You healed the sick. You casted devils and you raised the dead. And Father, we believe that. We know if we had the faith of a mustard seed, we could tell that mountain to move and it will move. Well, Father God, we have much more faith right now yes. between us two in this room and on camera, yeah. Father God. So I am asking you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, who's ever watching right now that needs healing, that you heal them, Father God, in Jesus' name. Father... I bind out any spirit of sickness and I cast it to hell in Jesus' name. Father, I bind out any iniquity. I bind out anything that's not of God or the word of God and I cast it to the abyss in Jesus' name. Father, right now I cast any sickness, any anxiety, any yes, anything that's not of God. Father, I cast anyone that's going through 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 financial right now. Father, I yes. cast it right now. I bind it, cast it to the bits. It's a hell right now in Jesus' name. Father, I lose provision. I lose the Holy Spirit. I lose the blood of Jesus Christ. I lose full healing, Father God, in Jesus' name. Roko ikata rakabata yaraka roboko shantai. Father God, right now I feel that someone has a back problem. Right now your back is in pain and it is being healed right now in Jesus' name. Someone right now has a neck problem. It is being healed right now in Jesus' name. Someone's watching right now who has anxiety. It is gone in Jesus' name. Someone has depression right now. You're being healed in Jesus' name. Roko ilaba. Father, we thank you right now for these healings that are taking place. I feel someone right now i feel the chains being broken off their back right now in jesus there's someone watching right now that is suffering right now that can get not cannot get rid of the anxiety you feel less than right now i feel i i pour the holy spirit in jesus name upon you i feel it breaking right now in the mighty name of jesus christ of nazareth he can do all things through christ who strengthens father we thank you so much lord for all you've done and right now lord we repent we repent. I'm repenting with you. I'm repenting. Yes, Father, we repent for any lust of the flesh, any lust of the eye, and any pride of life. Because let me tell you something, Lord, right now, as we are entering these courts of heaven, right now, Father God, at the shed blood of Yeshua, we come to the cross. Clean slate it, Lord. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you answer these requests, that you answer these prayers because we are here with you, clean. No sins, Father God. Please heal them in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say it with me, guys. We are healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
Praise the Lord God. Praise God. Praise the Lord God. I see so also someone that really is suffering from oppression, depression. You know, what God is right now going to introduce in you, you're going to start laughing because God is turning your, your sadness, your discouragement into joy. Amen. They who sow in tears shall reap in joy. So we can pray for the joy of the Lord to be their strength. Thank you, the Jesus. The joy of the Lord is coming right now. We just got to be laugh in victory at the Hallelujah. enemy. The enemy is defeated. Hallelujah. The enemy was defeated at the cross. He's been defeated by the prayers that were just prayed by God. We just know that you your joy hallelujah right lord and we thank you for the joy of the lord is our strength thank you jesus thank you lord god praise you lord and right now real quick there's someone who's watching you feel like you're not you don't have it in you i'm here to tell you right now you got it in you he was speaking of moses and all these other guys that were deliverers they were born to be deliverers you were born to be a deliverer don't think anything different at all right now. That's the enemy stopping you because he is scared of death of you because he knows you're going to rob hell. So right now, you just put all your thoughts and all your energies into the Lord Jesus Christ, and I promise you, he's going to move for you. He has to. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Up next, a special performance by Joan Esther. For sure, I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often. Every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands, praise you again and again. So that I have is a hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing Hallelujah Hallelujah I got one response I got just one move with my arms stretched wide I will worship you So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again So that I have is a hallelujah Hallelujah And I know it's not but I'm nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing Hallelujah Hallelujah 
come on my soul Don't you get shy on me, lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So come on my soul Oh, don't you get shy on me, lift up your soul Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord Come on my soul Oh don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs Get up and praise the Lord So I throw Praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah Hallelujah And I know it's not much Not nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing hallelujah Hallelujah This world had a hold on me, yeah I could barely breathe And the grips of the enemy Beat down, broken and damaged Then you came and you set me free, yeah And you washed me clean Jesus, you were all I need This is the unfair advantage no weapon formed here shall prosper No fear for here comes the doctor Almighty Jehovah Rapha Nothing compete with what he can offer